0: hello this is zandi hicks this podcast is called bold brave and daring because well that's already inside of you you can choose to be bold brave and daring every day of your life and this podcast teaches you how to walk through life with god him showing you how to become bold brave and daring this podcast is like letters from god himself so stay tuned because i know that he wants to speak right to you Well, hey guys, happy new year. I am very excited for this new year 2022. It's crazy. We have made it through the last two years of chaos. So I am praying that this year is just such a beautiful year no matter what we walk through and what's to come. God is with us and he is always in charge no matter what has been going on. And I actually want to start a new series of podcasts. So for the whole month of January, I am going to be sharing about the Screw Tape Letters. And I have, you know, talked about this book before in some of my podcast episodes, but I I just, I love learning about God and spiritual warfare, and I hope that you do too. So I just wanted to open that up. And, you know, this book is by C.S. Lewis. Which, if you've never read any of C.S. Lewis's books, I mean, he wrote The Chronicles of Narnia and a lot of other books like Mere Christianity, The Four Loves. There's a lot of books, but The Screwtape Letters is about an older mentor demon mentoring a younger demon, the mentee, and I know it sounds super weird and a little crazy, and I actually got this idea because I was, you know, I was scared of this book for years. Like I owned it, but I was like, I'm never going to read that because that's just, that's too deep. And a year ago, about a year ago, I was listening on YouTube to Brooke Ligerwood, which she's the lead singer for Hillsong in Australia. And she was reading one of the letters about the church, which I'm going to talk about because it's letter two in the next episode of the podcast. So I heard her talking about it and she read the whole chapter and each chapter is only like two or three pages, but I was totally mind blown just by her reading it. And I was like, okay, this is definitely something I want to read. And so I read it last November and once I knew the truth, I was free and not afraid anymore of this book. And I want that for you too. I want for you to know what's God and what's the enemy, and how to be free to live bold, brave, and daring. And I mean, you have to read each chapter two to three times to understand just because it, you know, it's so old. It's from 1942. So it seems like it would be dated, but it's a completely applicable to today's society. And the enemy hasn't changed his schemes in the past, you know, thousands of years that there have been. And this, I got this idea about a month ago to do a series on this, and it's not to elevate the devil in any way, but to shed light into his schemes and to help you and me to set ourselves up well as we begin a new year. It's a new season of life. It's a new chapter. So yeah. So the Tape Letters is a series of letters, and like I said, it's an older demon mentoring a younger demon, and the older one's name is Tape. And the younger one's name is Wormwood. So every letter starts out with Dear Wormwood and ends with your affectionate uncle Screwtape. So just to preface on this book as well, God is referred to as the enemy, and the devil is referred to as the father. And we as humans were referred to as the patient or human vermin. And I'm sure there's more throughout the book, but we'll get there. So Chapter One, or Letter One. It it starts with Screw Tape telling Wormwood not to try to argue with the patient, which is the human man, and don't argue with him about what is true or false, because arguments awaken the patient's reasoning. Keep his mind fixed on the ordinary, what's right in front of him. So I'm going to read part of this to you. Remember, he is not like you, a pure spirit, never having been a human. Oh, that abdominal advantage of the enemies. Talking about God. You don't realize how enslaved they are to the pressure of the ordinary. I once had a patient, a sound atheist who used to read in the British Museum. One day as he sat reading, I saw a train of thought in his mind beginning to go the wrong way. The enemy, of course, God, was at his elbow in a moment. Before I knew where I was, I saw my 20 years' work beginning to totter. If I had lost my head and begun to attempt a defense by argument... I should have been undone, but I was not such a fool. I struck instantly at the part of the man which I had best under my control and suggested that it was about time he had some lunch. The enemy presumably made the counter-suggestion, you know how one can never quite overhear what he says to them, that this was more important than lunch. At least I think that must have been his line for when I said quite, and then I'm going to skip down a little bit. Once I had that thought in his mind, Better come back after lunch and go into it with a fresh mind. He was already halfway to the door. Once he was in the street, the battle was won. I showed him a newsboy shouting the midday paper and a number 73 bus going past. And before he reached the bottom of the steps, I had got him into an an unalterable conviction that whatever odd ideas might have come into a man's head when he was shut up alone with his books, a healthy dose of real life, by which he meant the bus and the newsboy, was enough to show him... That all of that sort of thing just couldn't be true. He is now safe in our father's house, aka the devil, and he's in hell. So that's how this first letter starts. So it starts with Screwtape telling Wormwood not to try and argue with this patient because that will lead to reason. And then he'll start thinking. They don't want to awaken the patient's reasoning. Keep his mind fixed on the ordinary. What's right in front of him? So Screwtape is talking about 20 years ago, he had a patient that he worked on, and this patient was an atheist, and he was starting to think that God might be real by reading. So Tape gets him distracted by the thought of lunch, and it said, you know, the enemy, God, was right there at his elbow. He had said something, but we couldn't quite hear him. It's so interesting to me that it literally says that they can't hear what God says to us. But Screwtape, you know, put this thought into the man's head ever so subtly that he'd do better after lunch, and that got him distracted. And then he distracted him with the newsboy and the bus coming. And then he never got back on track. And then he never thought that God was real, and he went to hell when he died. So it's just, it's crazy. It's crazy. Later on in the chapter, Tape says, Above all, do not attempt to use science, I mean the real sciences, as a defense against Christianity. They will positively encourage the patient to think about realities he can't touch and see. There have been sad cases among the modern physicists if he must dabble in science, keep him on economics and sociology. Don't let him get away from that invaluable quote-unquote real life. But best of all is to let him read no science, but to give him a grand general idea that he knows it all and that everything he happens to have picked up in a casual talk and reading is the result of modern investigation. Do remember you are there to fuddle him. From the way some of you young fiends talk, anyone would suppose it's our job to teach. Your affectionate uncle, screw tape. So what that's saying is the enemy's job and the demon's job is to keep us not reasoning, not questioning, but sucked into the ordinary things, only having a general idea about things, but never deep diving into them. Their job is to keep us distracted, not reading, not learning, but just going through life until we enter eternity. Ugh, it just, it blows my mind. I, I just, I read it and I'm like, okay, I cannot let this happen. And same for you. I mean, I think this experience of sharing about each of these letters for the next couple weeks is going to be so powerful. And just the preface of this first one is don't get distracted by the ordinary. Getting distracted from what's truly important, what the season is actually about, you know, it just... It makes me think of like putting on the full armor of God and how it says like hold the shield of faith to stop the arrows of the devil and put on salvation as your helmet and take the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Like that's all in Ephesians six at the end. He talks about the whole armor of God and how we have to put on all of these pieces so that we can withstand all the strategies of the devil. You know, that's verse 11 Ephesians 6, 12 says, For we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in this dark world, and against evil spirits in the heavenly places. You know, this book is a fictional book, but it's based on real things that happen. C.S. Lewis says that in the introduction, like, this is not based on facts, but this is just based on an experience. I mean, This is the guy who came up with the Chronicles of Narnia, which is an incredible story. And if you've seen the movie, I mean, the book in the movie are the same, like to a T, because I've read the story that he wrote and it's like, man, they did a great job portraying it. But just the fact that, you know, in that the line is Jesus and he sacrifices himself and then he comes back and resurrects like that's the same. This is the same guy. So he uses a lot of illustrations to portray what's actually going on and what has happened and so yes this is fiction but it is true to real life because life is a battle but jesus won it two thousand years ago when he died on the cross and then rose from the grave and that power lives in you and i as a believer and i've talked about that but just know like there's still a battle every single day for your mind and what you think about leads to your actions and so we are in charge of that and making sure that we're listening to the right thoughts and like what is truly our motives. So, i think this is going to be really fun and exciting and i hope that you feel the same way. Let me know if you have any questions and i really encourage you to get this book and read it. It's just it's so powerful and it would be so awesome if you followed along, but i will just keep reading bits and pieces of it and breaking it down for you chapter by chapter i hope you have a great week and i will be doing chapter two letter two tomorrow thank you for listening to my podcast today bold brave and daring is all about making you bold brave and daring like i say because it's already inside of you and god wants to show that to you so if you have any questions Please DM me, message me. I would love to hear your questions or about what God has done in your life. So let me know, comments, and I love you. And I hope that you have a wonderful week.